Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on? Welcome to episode 135 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64 Josh. Player 2 tonight, Destinot. What's up, buddy? What's going on, everybody? Player 3, Mel, how are you? All good. Hey, y'all. And guys, unfortunately, we aren't going to see Eric again until probably November. So, but tomorrow he has like a life or something. Yeah, something like that. He's going on vacation or (laughs) I don't know something. But uh, tomorrow is his birthday. So make sure to tweet at hate zero. Happy birthday or say happy birthday in the discord. So there you go. Well, the music you're hearing is from on being human. You can check them out on Spotify and YouTube. This is an unofficial Nintendo podcast. Don't forget it. And if you want to get yourself a free book from audible, go to audibletrialcom slash NPC, pick up something awesome like console wars or ready player one. The chair I'm sitting in is from OP seat. If you go to N64 josh.com slash OP seat, you automatically save $10 at checkout and all their chairs and desks currently have free shipping so that's something there so check that out n64josh.com slash op seat let's get to the announcements we do this show live on twitch.tv slash n64josh. We try to hit 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It just depends on schedules and technical difficulties. But, uh, you know, that's that's the goal. Tuesdays and Thursdays. I am streaming every morning starting at 4 a.m. This week, not so much because I'm sick right now and I'm actually trying to be smart and heal up. So, you know, it's because these people that are in this call right now are always telling me, like, will you please rest? Just just get better. So, um Thank you. Thank you for making me do that. The funny thing is my body still jumps up at 4 a.m. And it's like, you should be streaming. I'm like, please let me sleep, please. So I decided to uh, give it a break. But we're still doing first looks on Friday mornings this week because I still haven't done it yet. We're going to look at Mario Super Mario Party. And I don't know what else yet. I haven't I haven't looked that far ahead, but we'll have a we'll have a couple of games to check out. And uh, with that, let's get into our reviews and impressions. All right. So, Mel, what have you been playing this last week? Uh, I mostly just been playing Valkyrie Chronicles 4. I'm now at chapter 13. I'm hitting that point to where it's like not stupid easy anymore. Mm. So that's good. And, uh... I gained a lot more abilities than last time I talked. Because oh. now I'm able to pick people so they can be leaders. And if you're a leader, you can make somebody follow you. And, you know, that gives you a huge advantage because you can team up. You can shoot people, like, both at the same time. You can, like, uh, drag them far to the map and then, you know, become, un- you know, not a team anymore. And then nice. use that person. They can move even more. So I've been trying to get like all A's on the missions. I 
I have about like seven maps I have to do of again. And it looks like I'm nearing endgame kind of because I was looking at my upgrades and I only have like four or five spaces and most of these weapons. Okay. Okay. I'm about like 30 hours into the game now. Wow. Wow. So (laughs) is it a, is it a game you recommend for people? Because there's actually a lot of things you can do strategy wise. Cause now I have the ability to use the ship and if you use the ship, you can like, uh, (laughs) if there's like a certain area where this certain guy is at, you can uh, call on the ship, and the ship would just bomb that section. <laughs> well, that <laughs> so sounds, I've been doing that, that. Nice. every single chance I can get, you know. <laughs> and uh, I've been upgrading my tanks. Like I have three tanks now. Well, two tanks and some other little thing, but not two tanks. So I have flame flowers. I have like grenade launchers. All the good stuff. You All know? the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a game you would recommend people check out if they're into, I mean, what is it really like a strategy RPG kind of, is that what you, how you describe it? It kind of is. It's a little more advanced than that kind of, because you can do a lot more stuff and it's not like a good, like you can move pretty much anywhere on the map unless the map blocks it off. And then there's some sections to where you can blow up stuff and it just catch on fire. So only certain people can go through the fire and that stuff. I see. Okay. So it has things like that. Okay. And again, there's a demo. That's so, true. Yeah, check demo. that out. So I did, this game was sitting at Best Buy, the, the special edition. <laughs> so it's now in my office. I haven't, I haven't opened it yet, but... Uh, you lied, really? Josh. You <laughs> lied. Because you said, I'm not getting it. I'm going to walk away. And you even said, I walked away from it, guys. Look I, at me. I, I'm a good guy right now. I did. I just walked back in two days later and bought it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because you even, you showed us the picture. And it was like all... It had that, like, you know, it had like that metal case thing thing. Yeah, I it just kind of crushed the box. We're like, oh, don't get it, man! Don't. Yeah, it's and you got it. You just wanted the tank, huh? <laughs> There's a big tank in there. I don't know. We're gonna do. We'll do it. We'll do some kind of unboxing online or, so, or on the, on stream or something. <laughs> you said because the box was damaged, you were gonna open. It. You I, haven't. You I, did two things. You said you were gonna. do. I know it's not opened yet, oh. but okay. you know we might. Oh, yeah, mean, no. We might. We might. I kind of want to play. After her listening to her talk about it, I kind of want to play the game. So, um, <laughs> any other games? Any indies or anything? Uh, I didn't pick up any indies last week. I was, and then like, I decided against it, and then now I'm kind of glad. But this coming week, I probably will have something new. Okay. All right. Destinat, what have you been up to this last week? Um, I finally, I don't know if I could say I beat the game, but I completed the story mode with every character on Blade Waifus. So I got all the colors. Um, there's not really an ending, though. But uh, it's fun. I really like that game. Cool. Um, each time I play with a new character, I'm like, oh, this is going to be my main. And then I play with someone else. I'm like, oh, never mind. This person's better. So gotcha. but I've actually figured it out. It's actually very cool. Unlike probably my previous favorite fighter, which was Street Fighter 2. Um, or just any of the Street Fighters, really. You know, how like each different character has like a different move set. And like, you know, Ryu and Ken have a lot of like rolling moves. You know, you got to roll the thumbstick. Oh, yeah, yeah. To, like do a fireball. Whereas like Guile had a lot of like charge moves. You had to hold down for two seconds and press up. And it's like if you jump from one character to the next, you had to know that specific move set to be any good with that character. Well, Blaine Strangers isn't necessarily like that. Um, 
it's almost like down and a button is always going to do. I shouldn't say always because there are a couple uh, variances, but for the most part, it's always going to do like some type of upward attack. So I could jump from one character to the next and know if I hit down and a, I'm probably going to do an upward attack. So um, I thought that was cool because it's almost like you can jump from character to character and still be pretty proficient with with each one. So, um, but no, I've really liked that game. It's so much so that I almost bought, was it Code of Princess? Yep. And then yeah, you were like, oh, it's terrible. I'm like, ooh, bullet dodged. Yeah, I, I picked that. I found out after you said it that it is a, let me get this straight. It's a <laughs> port of the PC version, which, wait, I'm already wrong on that. I no, think. which is a port of the 3DS version. Which is a port yeah. of the 3DS <laughs> version. So basically, it, not that I think it would have been better porting it straight from the 3DS version. I, I, it's just, it's like a port of a port of a port that they slapped an HD skin on. So Pretty much, I, yeah. I went back and watched some videos. Yeah, and I'm like, mm, yeah, I can see what you mean by a little clunky. Yeah, I was I was actually pretty disappointed because seeing the 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 screenshots and stuff that I saw, I was like, this looks like a game I could get into. And then once I started playing it, because it looks like it's going to play like, you know, like Turtles in Time or yeah. those classic like that new ups. Brawl collection that came out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that style. Yeah. It's not that. But it's not. No, like all the all it's the worse. enemies would like line up and then just get smacked. And I was like, what are they uh-huh. doing? Why are they doing that? Like, this is weird. So. Yeah, so I ended up not getting that, the Code of Princess. Um, but I still, I also because I thought back to what I said last week, which was I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to get any more games until I finish Dragon Quest Eleven, which I've been plugging away at. Ooh. I was super excited because I'm like, I'm 30 hours in. I think I'm like halfway through this game. No, it's like an 80-hour game minimum. So well, yeah. I, got, I got a little deflated on that. I was like, oh. So, uh, no, but I'm really enjoying that one. And I think I'm swapping my my picks around. Remember I said I was going to do Final Fantasy 15 next. I think I'm going to go back and finish uh, Xenoblade. Nice. Then the DLC. Well, I got to buy the DLC. I don't know. I don't know. Xenoblade is next. Hey, remind me, Mel, if you buy the the physical copy of the DLC, you get a you get a code for it. Is that correct? You get a code for the challenge mode oh, for the base game. The you get the mode, okay. story for the DLC on the card. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Well, I played a handful of games this weekend. Uh, jumped into Super Mario Party, of course. Played um, played with my wife. Uh, she's currently um, checking out different divorce lawyers. So um, mm. I, I didn't let the Wookiee win. So, you know, we're... The couch has been comfy. Now nah, we're good. We're good. But um, she did look at me a few times like, do you have to win every minigame? I'm like, I can't lose. Is it, do you have to win or is it, do you have to win by that much? Because <laughs> there is a difference and one of them will save your relationship. <laughs> That's true. That, that is true. <laughs> Barely win each time and you could be like, oh my gosh, I got lucky. I love yeah, you. Yeah, I got lucky. Win by 10,000 points and it's like, come on, really, bro? Yeah, so... Play that. I mean, it's traditional Mario Party, right? Like, and we had a we had a really good, really good time playing it. Uh, jumped into the online, which was very fun. What was available, but there's not much available. And then we're gonna we're gonna talk about this a little bit more later. But 
there's a ton of potential with this game, which I'm kind of honestly, I'm a little bit tired of saying that. Like there's a ton of potential. You know what I mean? Like, let's just, yes. let's just get there. So we'll, that's one of our talking points. We're going to talk about Nintendo and, and their online stuff. So, um, I, <laughs> I streamed Wolfenstein two for the first look this last week. Wow. That was uncomfortable. Um, your soul. Um, I, it's black and gone. So, uh, wow. The game runs really well on the switch. I was very surprised. The lighting and stuff looks really cool. I picked it up and played in handheld a little bit over the weekend. Like, um, but man, the first part of that game is rough when they're kind of giving you some backstory and stuff. And the, some of the things that they said and the things they make you do, <laughs> I was like, what have I done? What have I done? So I don't know. I found it fun to watch. Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad. This did you? Oh, okay. I was going to say, was it the gameplay that was fun or was it watching me squirm <laughs> in my, in my chair? That was fun. So, but overall, is, is it wrong that I watched it and I was like, mm, I would have taken that a little further. Yeah. I oh, good. That's good. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> I tried to anyway. Um, so yeah, it, it was crazy, but pretty impressive on the switch overall. Mega Man 11, put it on hard mode and we just went for it, played a few levels. And I, I got to say, I'm really glad, really, uh, really glad I picked that up and, and hope I can force myself into playing it more. Um, and then Dragon Ball Fighter or Fighters or Fighter Z. I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't even have, know what the game's called anymore. But Fighters. Like the same way you would say boys. Okay. So Fighters. Yeah, there you go. Gotcha. So Dragon Ball Fighters, which, uh, Destin, I'm going to say if you like Blade Strangers, this is one you may want to look into because the controls are similar as far as like you can move from character to character and they're all going to have similar move sets. But I, I haven't I haven't um, taken a deep dive into see like what combos does this character have or how, you know, I feel like they all kind of have some basic combos. And I feel like this game is almost like a successor to uh, Killer Instinct in a way where it's like you have these e- like somewhat easy moves to pull off these rad combos that don't do a ton of damage. But it just makes the overall gameplay look like you're doing something super cool. So yeah um so overall like really really enjoy that game really quite fun and then the the last thing i picked up isn't a game it's actually the headset that i'm wearing this is the zelda uh a10s from astro and i have tested them out all weekend i um i'm using them now for a call i've been listening to music on them i've taken them handheld and and used it on my ds used it used it on the switch in the in the car did work, did some of the voice chat either with uh, discord or in um, with the app. And it's, it's, it comes with, it comes with one cord that just has a single. So if you can go right into your top of your switch, if you want, and then a game like Fortnite, I believe you can, you can use your voice chat and everything. That was the one thing I didn't test, but then if you're going to use your app, it comes with a second cable that you plug the single cable into, and then it splits one to your phone, one to your switch. And, um, it's where I'm sitting at my desk. It's long enough that if I wasn't like streaming and using discord, that kind of stuff, I could easily make, um, uh, connect it to the switch and connect it to my phone and have it work, um, very easily. The microphone is nice in the fact that like, you actually can hear your own voice when you're talking so that you're not screaming or, or, you know, talking louder than you need to. 
And so um, overall, like, and the sound quality is what really surprised me. I have the Astro A40 TRs. I have the mix amp and everything. I have a feeling that these have like uh, upgraded and better drivers than the, uh, than the A40s. I don't, the A40s supposedly do like 7.1, that kind of stuff. I don't know if these say that they do that. I don't think they do, but just overall the bass response, there's just an added, there's more clarity to it and uh, over to the overall sound. And I really like, I'm excited to use these things for, for gaming. Um, they are, they are coming in at 69.99, and uh, overall I'm, I'm very pleased, very pleased now. I mean, of course, if they were Bluetooth and the switch offered better online chat, blah, 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 that kind of stuff would be great. But um, you know, and I even tested voice chat. I used my a forties in the app with the same wires and I switched over to these and uh, crawler was, was helping me. And he said pretty much sound, sound the same with both with both headsets so um overall pretty pretty pleased and i i believe they're coming out with a mario set as well and you can't change the tags on the a10s you have to uh um they're just it is what it is the a40s you can change the tags and they have tags coming out like mario and zelda and like classic 8-bit stuff i really want some smash tags like the ones they had at e3 i don't know if they're releasing them or not though so um but overall Mm -hmm. these uh these astro a10s are are pretty solid i will have a i will have um like a more of a full review on uh, on my youtube channel as soon as my uh as soon as my voice doesn't sound the way it does so with that let's uh are do you have any questions about the headsets before we move on any any uh, I was just gonna ask, what do they retail for? Maybe you already said that. Sixty nine ninety nine. So they're seventy seventy dollar headset. So. so that's not bad, considering it's it's a a headset slash microphone, and you get the accessory cables, which obviously people are gonna want. Um, that's not bad price. I've I've probably paid more for less. The, In fact, I know I have. The the other thing too is the um the cable that runs to the headset also has inline volume control. So you don't, you know, you can, you can easily switch uh, or change your volume if, you know, if you need to. And then you just use your, your phone volume adjusts how loud your voice chat is. Right. So, so you can get, you can get a good mix that way of voice and, uh, and uh, game gameplay audio. So, or game audio. So uh, with that, let's get to the news. All right, so Fortnite in the news again. This time, Fortnite Deep Freeze Bundle coming November 16th. So, the Fortnite Switch is in stores. I saw it at uh, I saw it at Best Buy this last weekend. So if you want to uh you want to get that exclusive skin, now's the time. Josh? Yep. Yep. Oh, you seriously bought that? What's that? You seriously bought the Switch or just the skin? No, 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 no. Neither. I didn't buy them. <laughs> I saw them. I just saw them in stores. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I almost say, heard man. a tear. Yeah, no, no. It's that not. Was close. That was not, close. Uh, <laughs> if if I'm gonna get another switch this season, it's gonna be the Smash one. So, mm. um, but yeah, I did. I did see them at Best Buy. Did not. Did not pull the trigger on that. Not, not if if I mean, look. If they had actually made it somewhat like a Nintendo skin, like do something Mario or something Star Fox or something. I probably would have been a little more tempted, but 
just as is, it, it didn't really do anything for me. But I know a, a number of other people are like, hey, I only play Xbox or only play PlayStation and now I get the skin and now they play nice together. So I'm getting my Switch now, you know, so um, have Fortnite on the go is appealing for some people. I even saw some comments. I don't know where I was at. If it was on Reddit or whatever. They're like, I'm really having a hard time aim. Oh, it was just on Twitter. on one of Nintendo's ads. They're like, I'm loving this, but it's really hard to aim. No, they're not used to the short sticks on the, uh, on the joy cons, you know, that it is a little bit uh, tough to get used to when you move from an Xbox or a the yeah. pro controller. So, um, but the deep freeze bundle, what this is, is coming November 16th. It is a physical copy of the game and it has the exclusive frostbite skin, uh, cold front glider, chill ace pickaxe, and freezing point back bling, and a thousand V bucks. And it's twenty nine ninety nine. You can get it digital or physical. But this is coming out for all the systems, and it literally is a physical version of a beta. So there's that. What were you, that's not what were you gonna say? I, I, I thought it was just for the Switch. I'm like, so wait, you were just saying that I wish there was a Mario skin, but they're getting an Ice Climber skin. Is ice Climbers, yeah. So again, I'm just, I'm just asking. I'm, I'm I'm done with gaming, but anyways, move on. Here's the thing with the skin. The skin looks, um, right. looks like the two other skins they've already released. They just added ice or like snow camo to it basically are you trying to say someone in the gaming industry is trying to cut by just reskinning a reskin hey they had a uh, deep different colors too man yeah yeah that's worth 9.95 there you go i'll pay so, my bad um but anyway in a box, yeah though. physical physical version of a, of a beta I, this may be a first time in history because the i mean as far as i know they haven't said this game is out of beta so um Paint. We live in strange times, man. Freaking what? What was it? Uh, what's the game that almost won Game of the Year as a beta? The Player Unknown. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. People were up in arms about it. Right, right, right. It's not even a real game. Oh, Nightcrawler's saying that it is a physical box. That is all, not the actual. Uh, not yeah, the actual but people are still going to buy that. And so. It's like, oh, I know my little grandson Jimmy likes Fortnite. I'm going to give him this box. <laughs> It comes the same day as Pokemon, too. That's insane. They just can pick up that and Pokemon now. Yep. Absolutely insane. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's good. Insane. Crazy. Crazy. I mean, hey, good on them. They're going to have, uh, I think Fortnite is potentially going to be a little bit up against the ropes when the new Black Ops drops this Friday. And uh, I, I. I kind of hope black ops dethrones them a little bit and um, pushes them to get people back into the game to make it a little more appealing. Cause for me personally, I've, I've kind of like, it feels like that formula was fun for a while, but I've lost interest. I just, I, you know, so if there was, if there was a little more to it, uh, different game modes, something, I don't know. I don't know what they need to do, but uh, I would like to see them do something that, that, just helps them step up their game. And so I'm fingers crossed that black ops actually is really, really good and takes, uh, takes some of that market share for a little bit. And, you know, cause competition for us as gamers, is going to be good. Is going to be good. So, uh, yeah, I will just add real quick. I, I think it'll be the first test of can Fortnite, you know, stay the test of time because it hasn't had competition other than player unknown, but, um, and you could say that those are similar games, but I think it's two different markets. You know, it's like one of them is like the hardcore 
more more real to life, whereas Fortnite is you could say more for all ages. Yeah. But Black Ops, as much as it's an M-rated game, we already know that you know three year olds play that. Oh yeah, so, totally. You know, um, I, yeah, I I think it will take a lot of people away, and just because it's Call of Duty, you know, and as much as people are like. It's played out, and I hate it. And Call of Duty's dumb, but then it ends up selling bajillion dollars every year, you know. So clearly, someone loves it. So oh, yeah, yeah it, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how it shakes things up. So, and I'm looking here too. Um, let's see. So I'm looking at, I'm looking at uh, Nintendo Life's article, and. Because Nightcrawler's saying it's just a box with a code on the inside. Um, but I would love to say, like, no way, you're joking. Well, if it if that is the case, that's what that's what PUBG did on the Xbox initially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all all their article says is Fortnite is getting its very own physical retail edition thanks to partnership between developer Epic Games and Warner Brothers Interactive. So. Um, from everything I can see here, it looks like it is, it is getting uh, a cart, but we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, I guess. you can you can tell us when you buy it and open it. I'll let stream. you know. Mm-hmm. That's true. We'll we'll do another mm-hmm. first look. <laughs> <laughs> first look, open the box. <laughs> so I'm always nervous anytime crawler starts talking in the chat that it you know it could be fake news. <laughs> I know you got to double check him now. You know, that's his name now. You know, fake news. So, um, all right. Well, moving along, Guacamelee is out now for the Switch. That was just kind of like a surprise drop yesterday, and uh, the sequel will be coming to the Switch in December. So, uh, Destina, is this a game you'll pick up and check out? Uh after I beat Final Fantasy 15. Right, right. Gotcha. Okay. Um, no, I never played the first one. I, I um, Someone, I'm not going to name names, but someone in this call was excited about it on Twitch. Uh, that's how I found out it was even a thing. Um, so, yeah, but I, I've never played it before. So um, I'm, I'm excited to see what it's about or hear what it's about. Could there be someone here that could tell us about the game? Possibly, possibly. Hmm. Not Josh. He doesn't play games. Have you Have you played it, Mel? I got the Super Turbo Championship Edition for the Wii U. It is actually my little favorite indie game. So when I saw two was being announced, a tad excited, just just a tad, because I assumed uh, Sony was going to have like a U exclusive on it. Because they didn't say anything, but when they when the first game came out, it was for Sony only. It was actually on the Vita before it got ported to the PS3 and stuff like that. And then, like after like what a year or two, it came out for like the 360 and the Wii U, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So I thought we were gonna have to wait a year for the second one. And then it's like, oh no, it's December. I'm like, okay, because I purposely waited. Because it's on, you know, it's on Steam right now. I can, I can easily get it. But I purposely waited to see if they would port it over. Because I was like, this has to come over. This this is one of the little indie classics that's not on the Switch yet. Like, pretty much all we're missing is, like, uh, 
Splunky or whatever. We pretty much got all the major ones. And like Hotline Miami. Don't forget Braid. Braid's got to get on there. Oh, yeah. We don't have Braid. No, but we're getting a... I don't know. We're getting another one. We're getting all of them. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. Bastion finally uh, showed up. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say about that. That's the one. (laughs) Just popped out randomly. And this one really came out randomly, too. Just Monday drop. He's like, hey, first one, here you go. I think it's on sale for, like, what, 13 right now? You get, like, 10% off or whatever. And I think you get Mm. something else if you buy the first one, then the second one. But I'm just going to buy the second one. Now, if they came out with, like, a little bundle... You know, like a cart later on, like a year or two after. I'll probably pick that up again. Because I really love Guacamelee. Because it's like a Metroidvania. But it's like that in like the loosest tense of the word. Because, yeah, you, you go back and revisit some places. But it's not heavenly on that. You know, it's really focusing on the combat. And you get to play as a luchador. And it has really cheesy jokes. And you can turn into a chicken at one point. So, yeah, this is my little favorite indie game. And I can't Sold. wait. Second one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I, I remember it came out free on Xbox One. It was one of the first, uh, I think it was one of the first games that they did. Um, the games with gold. Uh, yeah, something like that. I just remember, like I remember that. it being free and I played it for a little while. It didn't seem to grab me as much as I was kind of hoping it would, but, uh, you know, it's, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like if it does come out physical as a bundle, it may be something I, uh, I check out. So, um, I do want to go back. Nightcrawler did send me a pic of the box art. It says no game cart inside, only a code. So they're selling a box. They're selling a box for $30 and a code. That box is going to sell because this grandma's going to be like, well, Jimmy needs something to open on Christmas because I'm not giving him a gift card. That's right. No, it's a good idea. That's how they are. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. And uh, Hate Zero is saying uh, Ollie Ollie would be nice on the the Switch as well. Oh, yeah. We don't have Ollie Ollie. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's a few, there's a few. So, okay. Monolith soft, the guys behind Xenoblade Chronicles two, um, have been adding more staff for a new RPG that they're working on. Like the, I believe their staff, the, I saw stealth tweeting out some numbers. I think their staff is close to like, um, it's, it's pushing 200 people. It's like went from like 170 up to 180 or something like that. Like it's, it, they, it's, it's not a small, it's not a small number. So they are, uh, um, we know that that sales have been, um, impressive of, uh, with Xenoblade and the, uh, the DLC. So it's, it's pretty exciting that we're going to see more from them. And, uh, you know, Mel, if you had to make a prediction here, do you think they're working on a uh, like Xenoblade Chronicles three? Do you think is there gonna is could there be an X two? Like what what do you what do you what do you think? Just as a guess, I think both those yes, but I think they're going to actually start something new, then go back to a Xenoblade game. Now, would they go back to X or just jump into three post? I don't know. Because from what I heard of X, it ended like on a really big uh, cliffhanger kind of thing. I see. So. Interesting. I, from what I'm gathering, it seems like they're doing something completely new, not on the Xenoblade style. It's not that Xenoblade is dead. It's just on the back burner right now. Because I don't think they were expecting two to do so well. Like it really took them by surprise. Mm. 
especially when it launched and everything like that time of year, like, yeah, it's like it, December. It, yeah, it was, like, it was like sent to die basically. You know? Right. And it, it, I mean, it, it did well. It did well. Well, I think the game, it was one of those games that proved itself, right? It was like, it had enough people streaming it and talking about it on, on podcasts and YouTube and that kind of stuff that people couldn't help, but pick it up. It, it, and you know, that's, that's good. I mean, those are the kind of games that we, we want to see being made, right. That, that get enough hype from like, I wonder how the sales did from the first week to like the second or third week, you know, yeah. like what was the, was there a spike? You know, I'm, I'm a little curious. It has uh, some legs, you know, not as much as legs compared to other genres, but for this particular genre doing this well, this long, and it's not really a household name. So yeah, it's doing way better than expected. Yeah. And honestly, I think we're gonna we're gonna get a port of X, but I don't think it's gonna be by them. I think it's gonna be by someone else. I see. Because I, I think see. they want to keep on the Xenoblade train right now, and they don't have another Xenoblade game they can just pop out unless they do one again, which I would actually love at this point. Because the first time I played one, I was just not ready for it. I think if I played it now, I would actually like it. But I want it done in the style of the DLC. You know, oh, I see. A nice little more of a more than just a more than just like an uh, an HD remake. You want a little more of a remaster? Yeah, I wanted like built from the ground up because oh, I, uh, I feel if they did just an HD remake, we would have like a Twilight Princess thing again. Which gotcha. Twilight Princess wasn't bad, but it still wasn't this big jump most people were expecting with this HD version. Because I remember when they first showed that off. I was like, I was waiting for the moment in the trailer. I was like, when is it going to drop to HD? When is it going to jump to HD? And they've been showing it HD the whole time. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I actually remembered it in my head as like this HD version. <laughs> oh. So I was like, oh, that's a little depressing. But, you know, I got it anyway. Yeah. Completed it, you know, again. <laughs> they still got you. They still got you. Yeah, they still got me. <laughs> I had to get the stupid little wolf. Because, you know, that little amiibo, if you scanned it into Breath of the Wild, you got the wolf link. Yeah. I had to get him. When I saw him you know, at Best Buy, that's that's one I have open right here, just for Breath of the Wild. <laughs> wow, that one's actually free. <sighs> yeah, it's actually free, right? I think there's two of them locked up in back there. So, <laughs> uh, uh, Nightcrawler from chat saying I, he he thinks that Monolith Monolith Soft Studio is actually four times larger than any other um, Nintendo studio. So which, well, usually when they need help, they pick them up. It's like, hey, send some new people because you know they help with Breath of the Wild. You know, they help with right. map and stuff. Yeah, which probably helped them out from Xenoblade because <laughs> that map was pretty big too. Yeah, true, true. All right, so an indie dev. I found this interview on Reddit and said that Nintendo has done a complete 180 and is now the, now this is from their perspective, right? Because not all the indie devs are going to say the same thing, but um, from their perspective, Nintendo has done a 180 and is the best company to work with better than Sony, better than anyone else. As far as how fast they answer emails, um, getting, you know, just getting questions answered, being available, I don't. So I remember seeing some articles from from other developers who, when they bring ports over, aren't doing quite. They don't seem to have quite as good of an experience. But uh, 
this dev in particular says it's completely different than how it was. It used to be almost impossible to get any kind of help or information or things like that. And Nintendo has done, um, done a 180. And we saw the, I, I don't have it in my notes here. Um, Mel, you may be able to help me out a little bit, but wasn't it Owl's Awakening? They said that that game just did incredible on the Switch. Yeah, it did one month of uh, Steam sales in one week on the Switch. That's that's wow. impressive. Yeah, and, You know, that's still gaining traction, too. Like, I'm still seeing people talk about this. And this, this came out, like, what, two weeks ago? Like, 27th mm-hmm. of, you know, September. I'm seeing more and more, like, hey, like, what is this game about? You know, we're kind of interested in it. You know, so it's still picking up Steam, too. It's not like it's over already, you know? Right, right. And from chat, Irish is like, I'm going to pick it up. I mean, it's like a $10 indie game. Like, yeah, it's 10 bucks. It, the, you can check out my first look on, on YouTube. It's, it's a fun game. Like oh, overall, I was, I was pretty impressed with it, especially if you're into that, that old school um, kind of side scroller. So definitely check it out, but good to hear that Nintendo is, you know, working with these devs and, and doing that kind of stuff. And even hearing like the stories when we had the guys from, uh, um, uh, yeah, floor kids, you know, and just hearing, hearing the, the, the conversations that they had with Nintendo and just how, how helpful they were. Like, it's, it's good that this kind of stuff is happening because there's, I mean, Indies have become a pillar for the business w- with all these console, uh, with all these console makers. So it's, it, it's, it's really good to hear that according to some Nintendo is the best company to work with. Um, Cause it's a big change, you know, I know Destinot knows. <laughs> oh man. Well, when did, when did this, well, I guess you could go way back. If you want to look at the history of kind of like uh, Nintendo and how they, you know, obviously we weren't, we weren't there, but you know, you hear about like these horror stories all the way back to the NES about how companies had to like dedicate three games to that console if they were even going to put one out you know it's like it's almost like they had to sign a deal like a three game deal to release stuff on nintendo um and they couldn't release it anywhere else so it's like you know that kind of the little guy is probably not happy about that because what, what if it didn't do well and now it's like great now we got to make two more games for this system that we're like already in debt over so i can see how that could be bad and then we go to the, the wii era where uh, tons of games were flooding into the Wii. I don't even know how many games came out on the Wii. Probably a million. Like 1,300. Uh, dude, that's like, Physical, really like, who, who could get the whole collection? Really? I've, I've I seen mean, one guy on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> one guy on YouTube. Well, okay. Josh so, inspires yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> one, yeah. Day, one day I'll be that cool. And then you look at the Wii U where like third party support and indies were like, 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 bye. But see, around that time, that's when you started hearing how, like, oh, the PS4 was awesome for indies. And prior mm-hmm. to that, the Xbox 360 was awesome for indies. And if you look at, if you kind of look at that, Xbox 360 was kind of the winner of that generation. PS4, even though the PS4 and the Xbox One are still the current generation, um, PS4 is kind of like the winner there. And then it's almost like why aren't people seeing the trend that you you need the the little guy kind of to fill in your gaps, especially with Nintendo. They seem to be on like a quarterly cycle of re- re- releasing a game. And even though yes, we've gotten better third party support through like uh, Bethesda, um, 
you know, and companies like that, which are like big name companies that are releasing, releasing current games still like the whole Wolfenstein two thing coming out, you know, day for day with other consoles, but doom where doom. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Too much time. Uh, uh, so, but it's almost like, okay, yes, you need all like to do it right. You need all tiers, right? You need the, the huge first party. You need the, like the third party, but you also need that, that bottom tier to like, uh, bring people in and I think Nintendo's kind of like look we don't want a Wii U situation where literally almost like you could look at their calendar and it was almost, literally almost four games a year were coming out for that console and they were all Nintendo exclusives and that that's not good like to be like hey I bought this $300 system I get four games a year if we were all rational normal people that played games to completion we could probably only finish four games a year but being gamers and you're like, I must have everything now. It just doesn't work that way. So these little bite size, like $10 chunks here and there, like you need that to, to a keep people interested and, and be kind of like, just, just fill in those gaps. So otherwise, like we saw with the U- Wii U, you're not going to survive. Nintendo, I think, well, one uh, Amiibo saved them. And two, uh, no company has infinite money, but I'm sure Nintendo has a little bit more than the average company. For, for sure. And the, the other thing with with like the Wii U, I think Nintendo was actually turning this ship towards helping and, and being more helpful with indies on the Wii U even. But the only people that bought the Wii U were the same people that only play first party games. And so those third party yeah. games, they just collected dust in the in the eShop. It, they, they just didn't do very. I mean, even look at the 3DS. The 3DS could have been like a staple indie machine. But, you know, I don't own very many indies on that machine. I own like Shovel Knight on on the uh, Wii U. Like... It's like the only one most people have. Yeah, it's and and I think what has happened and I don't know I don't know what has like switched in the consumer's mind, but now all the Nintendo fans are playing more than just Nintendo games. And I think some of it too is we're playing some of these uh some of these games that feel like old Nintendo games. Like some of these games are like this belongs on the switch, right? It feels like a Nintendo game. I mean, how many times have we heard people say that golf story, you know, uh, that blossom bl- tale. bloodstain blossom tail. Like there's, there's quite a few games that like stardew Valley, right? Like even the devs for stardew Valley are like that game belongs on the switch, you know, like, and, or I think they said is at home on the switch. I think it's the, their exact quote, but well, yeah, they sold like over a million copies on Switch now. They're right. good. Yeah, they're they're good. They're, they're, they're yeah, good. yeah, it's my home now. <laughs> I understand why they say that because it, I mean you could pre out anything in eight bit and be like it's a home on the NES, you know. But it's oh, it's such a catchphrase. It's such a it's such a like. It's oh, one that, this it's belongs one on the Switch. You should buy it on the Switch. Buy it now. You know, it's like oh, um, stop it, stop it. Stop yes, it. it looks nice. Stop it. Looks it. Very nice on the Switch. Well, it app. looks nice on, on the, the top selling list. You know, it's always on the top selling list. Mm-hmm. Non-stop. Like, I think I saw it, like, at 13 as its lowest. I was like, Jesus, like, how many people are still buying this game? Yeah. I mean, it's a I good game. It's just, 
I've never understood that why games stay at the top of the chart. I'm like, who's buying this? Grand Theft Auto, right? Why is Splatoon at the top of the list every single time? Why is like who's buying this? <laughs> yeah, it's wild. It's wild. Uh, let's see a few other little, just little pieces of news here. Hyrule Warriors sold better than expected, so Kawhi Tech. Tecmo is raising uh, the income forecast for their second quarter. That was kind of cool just to see that kind of going through the headlines that uh, Hyrule Warriors sold um, better than expected. It's, it's good to hear. It's a pretty fun, pretty fun game, too. Uh, this one is interesting. And Mel, I'm going to let you kind of take take the reins on this one. But Square Enix is uh, interested in an offline version of Dragon Quest 10, which is an MMO RPG, right, Mel? Yeah, it's it's the MMO one. Yep. And they want to make it offline for the West. Yeah, because we've been asking for this for about three, four years now. Mm-hmm. People have been wanting this game because it's. I think it's actually a Wii U game, maybe a Wii game. Mm. But uh, people have been wanting this because a lot of people who like Dragon Quest. Didn't really like that nine was on the DS because usually for Dragon Quest, for here anyway, after like eight, they all been like pretty much on the PS4. Like the latest one just came out for PS4 and PC, and even that one's still not doing as well. But it, these games are still really good games. It's just for some reason the US market is not really grabbing onto these titles. They're well-crafted. You know, there's a lot of little things you can do in it. and They look really nice. People want these games. They're always asking for them. I mean, we had people in France sending letters to Square Enix like, hey, give us the 3DS ports. Like, please do something. Yeah. So they're looking into the possibility of giving us a version like this because they do want to grow this franchise into just more than just Japan. Because when you release it out in Japan, it's basically like a holiday over there. Like people take off work, you know, they go wait in line, they're playing this nonstop. Like mm. this is their game pretty much, you know? Yeah. So they kind of want some of that to latch onto here. It's just they don't really put in like the effort. Like I hate to say it, but they don't. Like, they don't really market these things. Like, I didn't see any advertisement for Eleven. I knew Eleven was coming out, too, but I didn't see anything of it. And then it came out, like, what, the same week as Spider-Man? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do with that? Yeah, that's a pretty, that casts a pretty big shadow. And we're still going to get the Switch version. They're like, it's sooner than you think, but, you know, we don't know what that means. They didn't <laughs> well, I'm thinking never, that. so. I know, because, you that- know, Tokyo Game Show just passed. You know, I was like, I was waiting for, like, a 30 second clip that's like that's what i was asking man just a 30 second clip what it look like you know yeah didn't get that like it's it's existing it's there and which is funny too because this was literally the first game announced for the switch you're like oh yeah we're making a switch version of this but uh <laughs> the s stands for someday <laughs> someday yeah someday. maybe um i'm hoping it's sooner than later because like i said i've been playing it on pc and um First of all, it looks amazing. It, it, it's in a cartoon style. Like If you like the way the Dragon Balls, you will like the way this game looks because it's done by the same artist. The char- you, there's even characters that look like, you know, Dragon Ball characters because they do the same spiky hair. 
or uh, you know, like the, the, the girl, eyes, yeah, same, yeah, same eyes, eyes, even the same dress, like the same clothing, um, almost identical. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way they do the skin, and and it's like, wait a minute, what do you mean? How do the way they do the skin? It's just a solid color. S- somehow they they did it to where I'm like, wow, like the skin looks soft. It, it's very a very weird uh, look to it, but it looks amazing and. Um, it doesn't look like a graphically intense game and it's really not, but, uh, so I can't imagine. Yeah, exactly. Like it's cell shading, but it's almost like this is the pinnacle of cell shading, you know, this isn't. Yeah. It's uh, like, I can't really think of a better cell shading game to be honest. Yeah. And there's some games that are simple looking, like you go back to uh, the legend of Zelda when they cell shaded it. And I'm not saying that this looks worse, but it's, it's almost like a different style. Um, you know, it's almost like Pixar did this one. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like Pixar did this one. It's it's just got that slight look, like style to it. So I'm really liking it. And um, to go like with Mel said, like people haven't latched onto it. I, I was actually watching a video. I wish I had this so I could tell you guys, but I watched a video and they were comparing Final Fantasy, uh, the Final Fantasy series, to the, the Dragon Quest series. Mm-hmm. About that's how Final, fa- yeah, that's about how Final Fantasy has like, you don't play Final Fantasy seven and then jump into Final Fantasy eight thinking like, hey, this is the sequel. Like, no, it's it's a totally different game with a totally different uh, combat system with a totally different economy. Um, but that's what they've built their franchise on, right? Like, that that's why people you know, love it or hate it, I guess you could say, but it's like, that's how it stays fresh, right? That's why they're on Final Fantasy 15. Oh, after how many, what, two decades or something? Yeah. So. One decade they keep just it, 15. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> they keep it fresh, you know, they they, they keep it, uh, It's it hasn't become stale. Yes, in some ways, I guess you could say yes, but for the most part, things change. Uh, Final, uh, Dragon Quest, though, it's almost like it is hardcore JRPG. It, it's not like, hey, don't all of a sudden expect this drastic change. I think they even have the same, the same blue blob is in every single game. Slime, you know, yeah. slime. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And uh, I was actually watching this video talking about how that's also why that game is so popular because people know what they're gonna get, and they know that if there is a change, it's like. Uh, it's more like an an evolutionary change, you know, where it's like, you know, how much has a species changed since the dawn of time? It's like, well, it changed th- this much to evolve, you know? It's almost how this series is, and uh, this is the first time I've actually played one, especially this far, um, and I'm enjoying it. So for me, it's fresh and new. Um, if you didn't like the other Dragon Quests, I, can, I, I can't, I don't know if I would recommend this, based off of what this person was saying about the series. But uh, hopefully it comes sooner than later because, like I said, I'm really enjoying it. Um, Josh, I think you liking Xenoblade. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not exactly the same. I, there's a lot of similarities think, to it. I think you might like the movement because you can actually move. You, you got like behind stuff. Yeah, mm. well, but it adds a be- little extra layer. Not too much, but you know. Just yes, yes. So, and there are some things like you can change that. You can actually change. I, I changed it back to like old school JRPG style where you just stand there and all you do is oh, like you, hit the buttons. Did you tell you people what to do or did you actually select each and every time? 
I wanted to go in and tell everyone what to do because I could see the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when I'm playing this game, I'm also like, I got Discord on one monitor, I got the game on one monitor, I like Netflix on the other monitor. So <laughs> I can't, I can only do so much. I'm only so awesome. Gotcha. So but I'm, I'm super enjoying it. I think if you like the grand story of like Xenoblade, you'll like this as well. Oh, cool. Cool. I still have Yeez 8. I need to open up and try. <laughs> It's just, yeah. it's just sitting. It's just sitting. One day, one day. A uh, couple more things. I went to the uh, Smash Bros event at my Best Buy this last weekend. the uh, The line was crazy. Like I tried to compete for the hat, and uh, by the time we got in line, which was before the store opened, I wasn't going to be able to play until four o'clock to do the tournament. And my son wow. was like, I don't want to stay this long. And we, uh, we sat in the line for over two hours just to play, uh, for oh, five minutes, right. Two matches. So worth it. Um, Oh yeah. Like I loved oh. it. I played Mario again. I oh. played Ridley again. So, um, oh, or not again, I played Ridley for the first time. So it was, uh, okay. was Sigourney Weavers in this game. Uh, what, <laughs> what? <laughs> Sigourney. No, no, close. Oh, Ridley. Close, close. Yeah, My bad. Rid- yeah, Ridley. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nobody got that. Joke. Close. I totally did. Once mm-hmm. I, I had sure. just looked at chat, but I, yeah, I totally am. I'm tracking ah. with you. Um, loosely based off of the series, right? So or at least ah. a lot of inspiration came from Alien. So sure. Um, yeah, so that was fun. It was fun getting to hang out with my my son. We I met some people in line who are, are hanging out in uh, um, hanging out in in discord looks like somebody even in chat uh kai red chan so um yeah it was it was fun it was really fun um splatoon 2 has a halloween event going on it's a two-day Splatfest. it's going to be worldwide uh you can get costumes but you need to launch the game through the news app on the switch to get the exclusive content now the news app when you first turn your switch on it says news that you got to access that menu over there Right. And then, uh, Mel, you've done this already. Correct. Can you, can you yeah. kind of just, just walk us through it real quick? Yeah. So you, you just go in that new section. There's a certain post you have to, to look for. It shows like a picture of the costumes on it. So you know which one to go. You just scroll down, you go launch the game. Then it launches. And then once the game is loaded, there's this little box on the ground in your little ink topless plaza square, whatever you want to call it. You go get the box and you get all the costumes. It's like uh, four costumes. You have like a devil horns. You have a Jason mask, you know, like Friday the 13th oh, kind yeah. of looking thing. Yep. Um, there's like a football head fish or like an angler fish head. Mm-hmm. And then some kind of Japanese hat thing. Like I forgot the name of it, but it's a Japanese spirit kind of thing. It has like a little little piece of fabric down the middle. So those are your four little hats you get to do. And you get to choose, you know, trick or treat, you know, if you want to do the splat fest. But I think the hats you get to keep. So you're going to see a bunch of people with the Jason mask, I'm sure. Mm. Just keep that on. That's what I'd be wearing. Does the, uh, does the little spirit thing look like a Mimi cue? What? <laughs> I just learned what one of those was the other day. <laughs> That's like a Pokemon, oh, right? <laughs> no, it, I mean, yeah, it is like a Pokemon, but no, it doesn't look like that now. <laughs> That's why he caught me off guard. It was like, <laughs> I knew I would. I knew I would. 
<laughs> it's it's a shame they could have they could have got you know a little bit of Pokemon into the into Splatoon. Yeah. Oh, just wait till like let's go. If they don't do a Pikachu and Eevee month, then I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> right, right. They're they're just they're, they're dropping the ball. I would have paid unlimited amounts of money for a Charlie Brown ghost costume with like the thirty holes in it for the eyes. <laughs> yes. If they would have had that. I would have I would have paid real money for that. Uh oh. The losing team of Splatfest should get that. And instead of sneezes, they should just get like lock, you know? I got a lock. Didn't get my sneezes. Benji in the chat says, I beat Mario sixty four and now I know Pokemon, this world is going to end. So you can think you can think uh, you, the Smash you beat Bros. one blog. game and suddenly you know everything. Yeah, right, exactly. Get out of here. Exactly. But he beat the game. I beat the game. All right. Well, let's get to uh, let's get to our talking point here. Here we go. So I feel like this is kind of a talking point that we hit on somewhat regularly as we talk about different games individually, but as a whole. And this may not be a popular opinion, but I'm going to say that it still feels like Nintendo is missing the mark when it comes to online. Now, I'm not talking about their online service, but I'm talking about with their games, right? So take, for instance, Mario Party, Super Mario Party. Here we have this game that is like almost the complete package of a Mario Party. You have you have the traditional Mario Party that people have wanted. You have a spot just to play mini games, which is great. You have the devs getting creative and giving us the uh, the raft mode, which is kind of similar to what they had been doing with Mario Party, but it had always kind of fallen short. But having it just as another option, I like. I think that's good. More options, the better. And then you have this online mode that is it's bad enough that it's only mini games. But then on top of that, it's only like seven mini games. You you don't get to you only get those seven. And I assume I didn't get to I didn't get to put it back on and, and check it. But I think those mini games change each day. I don't even we played it for a, quite a while, so it didn't change within the hour. So maybe somebody in chat knows I didn't get a chance to check mine to see. But I feel like there are still these missed opportunities here, it's like this game would have been a complete home run of a Mario party game. And for some people, it wasn't even a purchase because it did not have the board game support online. Right. What, what do you, yes. what, what do you think about this? Just this overall talking point, Mel, I know for you, you didn't purchase Mario party, but like even games like Splatoon where we're given two maps to choose from for an hour, right. Or two hours or whatever it is. And and it's like, why don't they just give us more? They need to understand that the consumer wants more options. You know, I want the ability to in turf war to invite my four friends and play with them. Right. Not have to do. Maybe I don't want to go into league and, and, and play against like tryhards and things like that. Like, do you, I mean, I don't know. Am, am, am I off in my thinking here? Not totally off like i would love to just group up in like four like you know how fortnite does it you group up all your friends and you drop into a match but i don't necessarily have to be in my friends team for turf like i'm perfectly fine being split up but i want to search for a room together because what often happens is you know like two or three of us find a room 
another person or two try to join the room. But then we have to wait because, you know, all these other losers won't get out of the room because, <laughs> you know, the room's full. Mm-hmm. So we have to wait like a match. And then sometimes we have to wait like two matches. There was one night I was the last one to get in, you know, and I had to wait four matches. That's 12, you know, that's like almost like what, half an hour, you know? It's just insane. Like, yeah. I just want to group up with my friends, mm-hmm. find a room, and just go in. And, and they and- kind they kind of fixed it a little bit with Splatfest, but see, with our particular group, we kind of have disconnects because, you know, it's like two different countries trying to connect constantly for this mm-hmm. stuff. So what we have to do is, is like, oh, did one of your job? He's like, yeah, one of his jobs. So we all have to leave that room. Mm-hmm. We have to open up a new room and then find another thing. You know how annoying that is? Yeah. That's insanely annoying. Right. And then for like Splatoon, when you're waiting in the waiting room, you can't watch. Like, it's not like Mario Kart. Like, at least I can watch our race and mess mm-hmm. up, you know, get first place or last place or whatever. Right. In Splatoon, you're just watching a counter. Right. And yeah. It's it, just- and it, it's, it's exactly like you said. Like, don't take away anything that Splatoon has done now, but give us another option in Turf War that's exactly like Splatfest, where you can go in with friends or go in with randoms. Right? Like, that that would be that seems to be the 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 right move here i mean and all they have to do is look back on older games i mean look at the halo series look at the way call of duty does it like look at other shooters that it's been working for for years like they did they did that very thing they looked to mario party and went hey let's go back to the formula that worked at the beginning of a board game with stars and coins and hitting your dice and we'll add a few little things and make the boards creative and and make that make that the what's new about it but the formula was exactly what it used to be and that's what works like i think in some situations nintendo needs to look at what just stop trying to uh, fix that which doesn't need to be broken, or um, stop trying to to fix that. No, which you isn't probably broken. said it right, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but stop trying to fix that which isn't broken. Just don't reinvent the wheel. Go with what works, and I I think the consumer would they would have sold more copies of Mario Party. You know how much more? Like I would have been more apt to try to stream that game and play that game on the regular. Like we played, we, I streamed the, the party games and we had a good time. We laughed, but you know how much more fun we would have had if it was like, Oh, you took my stars and you know, that kind of stuff that just that, that game, uh, that's part of the fun that game brings is the competition and the, just like, I can't believe you hit more blue squares. So you win now, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a bummer to me. Destin, what do you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm like I'm torn back and forth with with this because um you know, you're saying like in past iterations of the game like there you you felt that there were certain parts of it that were like perfect, like they hit the mark, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm sure back then even you probably had some issues with the game, right? Maybe maybe you felt like, "Oh, I wish this was different. I wish I could do that. I wish I could do this." Uh, Nintendo seems to be very much like, "Hey, we got this new game." Let's start almost like let's start from scratch and and build up. You know, we know the basic template of what Mario Party is, and then let's let's build something new from there. Mm-hmm. Um, versus saying, "Hey, let's 
let's take this from the past game. That was good. Okay. Now let's take this from the past game. That was good. Let's take this from a past game. Let's match it together. So everything will be good now. Right. But I don't know. Like part of me wonders if as create as content creators, you know, they make video games. If they're like, I want to do something totally new. You know, I want to I want to go from the ground up and because I think it is fun and exciting to be that as a creator, you know, to be like, I want to start something new. Mm-hmm. You don't always want to be handed something, you know, I've been like, hey, here, here's what what this is the past. Here, just take this, move a slider add a board game. You're done. You know, thanks for coming out. It's like, wait a minute. I thought you hired me because I'm this creative person and you want me to be creative. So. I, I can see it both ways, but at the same time, games have become like a, uh, you know, like some people say, like a product, right? Why not take for what your your audience wants and mold it into into that, right? So I don't know. I can see where like the creative person making the game might be like, I want to do something totally new. This is my vision of Mario Party, you know, or my new vision. You know, I don't want to make the same game that came out last year. Uh, so I can see two sides to it being like. Okay, you, I want to make something new and totally different, but at the same time, it's like everyone keeps talking about games as a service. I think Nintendo even said they wanted to do more games as a service. Absolutely, yeah. Why not listen to your audience and be like, what do you want? We want to create something that you want. You know? So it's very much like I can see that there's two sides to making the game, but... Um, I think my what, pendulum swings more towards the service side. You, I think maybe there's a different game that could be more artsy, but this type of game, I think very much you do look, need to look at like fan feedback. Well, and I think what they did with this game is they, they allowed them to get creative with like the, the rafting game. That's something mm-hmm. different. Whereas in like the, the, like Mario Kart eight, nine and 10, like one of them had every, all four characters sitting in the same car going around the board together. So mm-hmm. there was not, it, it, it just wasn't really a good, like nobody really enjoyed that. Right. And they, they yeah. were trying to innovate on the, um, on the foundation of what Mario party was. And they just weren't clicking when they went back to the, like the foundation of what Mario party was with super Mario party. Like I was excited to just jump back in and, and kind of know what I was going to get, but where the creative side could come in is the boards that we played. Like there was a giant blooper that if you landed on the bridge, it would take the bridge out and then you would have to figure out how you were going to navigate the board. Like there can definitely be tons of creativity put into these boards to make them more fun to play that. It's not just your standard, like, Oh, just go around like monopoly and, you know, get out of jail free, that kind of thing. But like, but there could be, there could be, there could be tons of creativity put into the boards just uh just keep the 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 um just the fundamental game the same that it's going around collecting stars you're just you're you're playing you're playing the board game what i mean and look they did the exact opposite of this when they did this amiibo festival that came out right it was like <laughs> it was like this is a terrible version of, of Mario party. You had to roll the <laughs> dice by sticking an amiibo on the game pad. You have to pass the game pad Ugh. around the room. It was like, what are they, what are they doing here? Why did they waste all these animal crossing assets on this game? It was just strange. It was just strange. And so, um, but overall, like the, the main thing is just, I feel like they dropped the ball big time with online on this game. We were talking earlier before the show started, like, you look at arms 
and like arms or dislike arms either way that game ended up being a complete package as far as your offline play and your online play like you could jump in with like how many people is it Mel? like 12 people into a party room yeah yeah like 12 people into a party room so if if you had 12 people that were really into that game you all jump into discord or now their voice chat i'm sure it's supported there you're you're having a good time just getting getting put together like maybe you're doing a a a team match or doing a three-way match different things like that and it was like that that's great but then when you look at like you know you look at splatoon and you look at aces and you look at you look at uh um uh, Super Mario Party. I mean, Mario Kart at least is a is a pretty solid online for the most part. Like you can do, you know, ranked or non ranked, and that and that seems to work pretty well. But and even jumping into a, a custom game, it seems to work all right. But Aces is so weird to even get into a game with people. Like it's like to make to try to find your friends. It's just bizarre. I don't know, Mel. Where where are you at on some of this stuff? For which game? Just like, I mean, even going back to Mario Party, like you, you're not even going to purchase this game because it's not, it has no, no online, right? Yeah, because I am of the person who believes playing Mario Party is like drinking alone. It's just sad and depressing. (laughs) That is my theory. I just wouldn't play this game. I know there's a separate single player mode for this game. And you know what? That's fantastic and all. It's just when I'm buying this game, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to play. But no, I'm not doing that. I have no interest in this game for that mode. Like, I don't care that they added it. That's fine for the people who want that. It's like for Smash. When I get Smash, I'm literally not going to care about this adventure mode. I'm not going to care about this supposedly spirit mode. I don't care. I just want to play with my friends. Mm -hmm. Just jump in, jump out. And I can't spend $65 because, you know, that's what tax. I can't spend $65 to play five little mini games, which we don't even know which games are going to be there and how long they last before it changes. I can't do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's unfortunate because, and I mean, it's unfortunate because you're missing out on a fun game. Yeah, I'm extremely jealous because I've been jumping around, you know, certain streams and I've been watching, you know, people on the, you know, the couches, they're having fun, like even listening to the Joy-Cons because they, they do a little jingle Yep. uh, when it's your turn. Just hearing that on stream, just seeing people's reactions like that, like gets me like, of course, I want to be able to do that. But my lifestyle doesn't allow that to happen. So I want the second best thing. But they're not giving me the second best thing. And I'm seeing these, you know, people, they're like, well, it wouldn't be as fun. I'm like, no, (laughs) it would be almost as fun because I know the type of people I'm playing with. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to play with people who are going to take forever. I'm not going to play with people who take it way too seriously. Because, look, when I jump into Mario Party, I'm not going in super, like, I know I'm going to get screwed over in some way. Everybody's going to get screwed over except the guy who wins. Because, you know, you get those random stars, you know, you get the, oh, you landed on the most unlucky squares. Here you go. Here's two stars. Like, (laughs) we're all going to make fun, you know, we're going to, you know, make fun of each other, you know, get mad. But I'm not going to take it seriously. Like, I'm not going to be like looking for the pro strat. Like, there's an actual tier list of Mario Party right now. Because, you know, every character has a block dice. I saw that. I was like... (laughs) 
Are you serious? <laughs> That's also a new thing they added to this game because you know each character has their own block. Yeah. You know they can move or not move a certain way. Because I watched one game. This guy was Rosalina, and one of her blocks is like she gets coins instead of moving. Mm. Four straight turns in a row, he got the coin block, and he didn't move, and he was on a left space, so he lost coins. So whatever he gained, he lost. So <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's no good. That's but no good. like even like the ten round, like you know the ten turns, that didn't seem too long for me because I was watching streams. They were getting through it like forty five minutes. I know some people are like oh, forty five minutes. That's kind of long. But I'm thinking like, hey, if I actually play a board game with people, that would take like an hour and a half to two hours because yeah. I know people would like, oh, I gotta plan this out. You know, let's see what I'm doing here. Like, you know, and if you get mad at them, they're like, oh, you're taking the fun away, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, I don't want to play with this guy. He's annoyed. But even that's but- a simple fix. They just put a timer on everybody. You know, you get 30 yeah. seconds or a minute to do your move. And then after that, it, it rolls for you. Just, and exactly. And, and that's it. it. And it's not like other games don't do this already. It's been done. It's not like this secret new phenomenal thing <laughs> that we're just discovering. It's just they don't want to do it. And I get not doing it for randoms because I don't want to. I don't do the randoms anyway. But that's whatever. I just want to group up with the certain people I have in mind, and it's only four people in this little, this little board, you know. And the boards themselves, if you actually look at them, they're kind of small. Yeah, they're so not. So when I first saw the board, I was like, okay, they made it for online because if you look at past games, they're pretty big. You know, mm-hmm. they have multiple pathways. They're still added little things. Like you said, like the blooper, like I saw him pop up, you know, he moves some guy. Like I saw that. That's, that's cool. That's nice. It's just, when you look at the past games, you know, there's a whole bunch of different little alleyways and stuff you can go. They're not present here. And I thought they were not present here because they were making it an adjustment. So it's like, Hey, you can play this on. No, you can't. <laughs> And I know there's a team mode too where you can group up with somebody and you, you you move on the map. They changed the map a little bit so it's not exactly the same. And you actually have to land exactly on the star. Like if the star is like four spaces away, you need a four. Mm-hmm. You can't get a six because you, you pass it up. You have right. to get exactly a four. And <laughs> that was funny just watching people. They're just going, going to circles, like zigzag and trying to waste up all those spaces because, you know, some of them have like you know, the little buddies or the allies, which gives you extra moves. Like one guy had 15 spaces he had to move. He was literally <laughs> three spaces away from the star. And he had to get the star because his team was going to lose because that was the last, that was the last turn. He didn't get it though because he had too many. I love it. But- I love it. So I have a theory and it, it could be, I mean, it, this literally, there's no, there's nothing behind this other than uh, I have a feeling that this game was not supposed to come out this year that Yoshi was supposed to come out and it kind of took Yoshi's spot. And maybe that's why we're, we got the version that we got. And the only reason I say that is because we only found out about this game at E3 and then it was out like four months later, which seems a little bit odd. Um, I don't know what Mel, what do you think of that? I mean, do you think I'm just completely off my rocker? I think it's more of a, not Yoshi per se. I think it's more of a, Hey, do we want new Super Mario Brothers this year or do we want new Super... I mean, do we want Super Mario Party this year? I think mm-hmm. that was the big toss-up right there because 
Mario Party, you know, obviously it's going to do well. New Super is going to do well, too. It's just both of these are really good selling titles for the holiday season. Because, you know, when a mom goes into a store, she's going to see Mario. She's going to see Party, you know. Like, yes, I need to get that. Whatever. You know, this could be like a Christmas event, whatever, you know. It's just, I think they went with this because we had Donkey Kong. And we had Kirby this year for the platformers. I don't think they wanted to do New Super also, because that's a little heavy. So next year we get New Super and we get Yoshi. Mm -hmm. And then we get a whole bunch of other different genres. So I think that's what happened. I think it was the choice between New Super and Mario Party. Interesting. Interesting. It just seemed weird to me that we only found out like four months before it came out. You know that we didn't get more info on it. And Destin, I mean, if this had game, if this game had full online, would it been a, would it be a game that you would have picked up? Do you think? No, because for me, um, I couldn't even honestly tell you if I've ever played a Mario Party game. Right. Wait a minute. You said you did it. You I don't think I have. Yeah. I said I did or did not. You, you, you said you didn't. You said nope, you didn't. Because you took I, away I, I some of the. The comms, you know, you took away some of the spark from me. I had. Oh, because I was trying to think if I had. I'm like. I don't think I've ever played one. I was trying to think, like, no, I'm like, that kid, that's got to be true. I have to have played one, but no, I, no. I don't think I have. So I have no like nostalgia for this game. Mm-hmm. And then I mainly play first person game, not first person, uh, well, single player games. Single right? players. Yeah. And I will play online, but I, like Mel said, I'd be going in with randoms for this. I know you guys, like, you know, I was like, oh, I could play with Josh, but it's like, um, you know, it's like we would have to like meet up and like you coordinate. You know, so it's like okay, I got one person I could play this game with. I guess there's like about a thousand people in Discord I could play with too. But it's like, like I said, I'm trying to be Dragon Quest. I'm trying to be like three RPGs back to back. I have like the next 200 hours of gameplay already mapped out for me. So yeah, you did. If I start playing party games every night, ah, uh, that's gonna, yeah, gonna hold that up. I got you, but. I'm also not like, again, there's no nostalgia there for me. There's no, um, like, oh, my favorite character is in this. I got to play it. Uh, that, that for me is no big deal. And then hearing these comments about how uh, it seems like slightly half-baked possibly, or uh, it's just, they're, they're kind of, you know, there's some things you talked about, like the Splatoon thing, only rotating maps every once in a while and stuff like that. That doesn't really bother me, but I don't know. If if everyone was like, this game is awesome, you have to play it, then I think the pull would be a lot greater. But being that I haven't played a previous Mario Party, and I I don't have the same admiration for the Mario characters as some people do. So it's not like the characters themselves are pulling me in. Yeah, the, and the thing is, I I feel like this lack of online is casting a negative shadow over a game that is absolutely stellar and is more than enough content than um than you know than what most what most games are coming with nowadays. I mean, some eighty mini games plus multiple ways to play them. Uh, you know, a, a co op mode, the um the four the two player co op mode, the four player co op mode, the regular board game. Like, there's a ton here. But the lack of online has got people pretty, pretty bummed out about it because it's like, it's that one thing like, like, and, and that's kind of just to, to kind of wrap this thing up. I feel like there's always that one thing with Nintendo that's usually tied to online that they don't, they just, they, they seem to miss. It's like, 
their online service launched them like what, three weeks ago. And then you have this game coming out. It should be showcasing the online, like, and now super Mario party's here. So you can really utilize your online service. And it's, no, it's the it's like almost the exact opposite. Like I don't even need my online service for this game because what it offers me <laughs> is minuscule. You know, so I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to sound super negative or whatever, but but I mean, at the same time like I I think th- this needs to be an improvement. And I hope they I hope they do add a patch and they add stuff like this and then, you know, the game will um the game will take back off, but but right now the lack of online is casting that that negative shadow. So anyway, let's uh, let's let's wrap this thing up, uh, shall we? All right, Destinot, let people know where they can find you. Uh, the best place to find me is in the N64 Josh Discord. Check in from time to time. My lunches are later now. I'm kind of bummed out because like the, the majority of the chats that. You know, you know, every time you log on, this is like plus 100. Yeah, <laughs> that's usually around lunchtime. And now yeah. I go to lunch like at 2.30, um, even though my coworkers look at me weird. But um, so then I come in, I'm like, yeah, look at all this fun chat. Nobody's on anymore. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm here. What about my comment? <laughs> Silence. Silence for three hours. No, but uh, yeah, N64 Josh is doing um, I also have a Twitter at iDestinot, not related to iCarly. Sorry. Uncle Uncle Destinot to, to iCarly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you about the comments I got. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's my place. Awesome. Uh, Mel, how about you? Uh, I'm going to be in the Discord. That's where I usually talk. So that's the best bet to bug me for anything. She's she's now HR of the Discord, so if you have problems, in the yeah, Discord, I got moved up today. Go see her; she'll let you know. Cool no one cares. <laughs> take all your complaints to her; she'll she'll take good care of you. Guys, you can follow me on Twitter at n 64 josh You can follow this show at n Powercast. Uh, let's see. If you want to check out the show notes for this episode, it's n 64 joshcom slash npc one thirty five. If you want to email the show, you got questions, comments, whatever, let us know. NPC at n64josh.com. Remember to check out Audible. Get your free book from Audible by going to audibletrial.com slash NPC. Check out, you know, Console Wars, Ready Player One. Uh, the chair I'm sitting in, go to n64josh.com slash OPC. You'll automatically save $10 at checkout. And uh, if you're seeing any of their advertisements, any of their new videos, I'm, I'm actually I'm doing some work for them uh, so it's, it's kind of cool being, being a little bit behind the scenes with them. It's, it's, it's fun. But uh, yeah, love these chairs. Go check them out. N64josh.com slash OPC. I do have a Patreon. If you guys want to get an extra show each month, go to patreon.com slash N64josh. The Discord is N64josh.com slash Discord. Come hang out. It's a good time. N64josh.com slash Facebook group. You can hang out with us on our Facebook group. And... Lastly, if you have a second, you can rate and review on iTunes. I greatly, greatly appreciate that. And the most important thing you can do for this show is share it with your friends. So if you got somebody that you think would be interested in, in, in checking this out, take a second, you know, shoot them a text, uh, screenshot what you're listening to currently on your phone and post it on your Instagram or whatever. We greatly, greatly appreciate that. So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you in the next one. Bye now. Bye.